welcome to the next episode of Black Thoughts. I'm Kayla Polly, and my co-host Angelique with me today. Angelique, what are we going to be discussing today? So, hey, y'all. Today's topic is corporal punishment, whip of love or beating of abusers. This is going to be an interesting topic because, like always, me and Caleb are on completely different sides of this. Um <laughs> So, I mean, getting straight into it, I think it's going to be pretty clear just by our personalities, but for or against it, Caleb? I'm very obviously for beating our Black kids. And this is, I've maintained this opinion after doing some very deep reading and trying to have a, a better understanding pretty much of where that behavior come from and why parents do it to begin with. Because to be, to be frank with you, I don't know a single Black child who has never been whooped in their life. I do know some who have dealt with it less than others and some who have done dealt with it more than others but it is a very it is a very it's a consensus among black people that everyone has some sort of experience with being whooped and everyone somehow has their own understanding of it um what like just to be just to be clear like of it or like what do you think about it in general so generally speaking i am against corporal punishment i mean like you said i definitely don't think i've ever encountered a black child ever been beaten um, or you know spanked on the butt a couple of times but I think that generally speaking I am totally against any form of corporal punishment like all forms like like all forms and I'll I I have even because you know me I'm an IS major international studies major so I even have some like global perspectives on how this works and I'm just like yeah you're gonna be hard-pressed to convince me today that there's like a context in which this is okay okay I see um so with that being said I guess we should probably define what corporal punishment even is uh it is the use of physical force with the intention of causing a child to experience pain so as to correct their misbehavior if your child does something bad or something you disapprove of you would then spank them to put them on the path of righteousness, so to speak. Um, obviously, there are a lot of different ways to punish your child or to beat them. Uh, myself, growing up, it was often with a switch, a belt, a shoe, a lot of things, to be honest. Uh, <laughs> I, said, I can't think of one thing I haven't been beaten with yet. Um, Sounds like you were a bad child. Okay, I was not a bad child. I just needed to be corrected in some of my ways, all right? I was very mouthy. Mm, nice spin. I just did things. Um, mm, mm-hmm. So with that being said, what, what, what is the delineation between abuse and corporal punishment? Like actually just beating your ch- kids for a good reason and for how, where does it cross the line for you? Well, I think it's important to like distinguish, like and there's a number of different ways where parents themselves even define corporal punishment. So the definition that you gave was very broad in scoping. But if you ask individual parents, for instance, some would be like, oh, uh, spanking on the, their bottom with just my hand. That, like, that's it. That's as far as I'll go. Some believe that, you know, like, like you said, you've gotten a switch. Uh, for my mom's personal choice, it was a wooden spoon. Well, you know, so Ooh, yeah, like, I got that like wooden ex- spoon one time and I was that. done. That's it. No. <laughs> I mean, that wasn't. I had been spanked. I had been spanked before that with a belt, but the last mm-hmm. time I ever got a whooping was with a wooden spoon, and I was like, Mm-mm, "Splinters in my butt? That's not for me. I'm, I'm, I'm cool on that." So interesting. Oh my god. What What would you say is like the coolest thing your parents like whooped you with, or not the coolest thing, but 
something that was just interesting off rip. <laughs> I mean, I really like it's the wooden spoon. That was that was the last time for me because I just I don't respond well. We'll we'll get into more of like how children react to beatings and like spankings, but I'm just not that kind of child where I needed to be whooped. And I had older siblings, so I was like, mm, seeing my older brother get spanked repeatedly I was like you know I'm really that I don't want that in my life I'm gonna be smarter than that (laughs) and like that's just not for me yeah so so like in a case like me physical abuse would have been anything past that because I would have just like shut down completely but in terms of like how the government like you know child services would define physical abuse it's any non-accidental physical injury to a child so that can include striking kicking burning biting really any action that's just like physically harmful to a child that you do intentionally which is why that line between corporal punishment and physical abuse can often get blurred for people because if you've beaten a kid with a switch and you leave a welt on their back that's kind of abusive in some people's eyes and i'm I'm really actually glad you used that definition because i think it shows very it's it's hard for people to distinguish what is abuse and what is just good discipline as you already um and i'll go back to the definition where you said it includes any sort of non-accidental um meaning something that is intentional something that you do on purpose anytime a parent whoops a obviously intentional use of force and sometimes it just leaves a type of mark however when you get further into the definition uh there are other things you include right which is kicking burning or biting right those things i mm-hmm. think in any person's mind are very clearly abuse um however I would also say that some people, as you've already clearly stated, that using a belt might be a form of abuse or leaving a whelp on your child might be a form of abuse. Um, so it can be very hard to delineate when certain people are crossing the line and when certain people aren't. Yeah, definitely. But, I mean, at the same time, there's got to be some sort of, like, at least by law, there has to be some sort of distinction that they make. Otherwise in genuine cases of abuse, it gets very difficult for people to step in and like actually intervene on the child's behalf. For sure, for sure. Um, with that being said, I think this is a probably a good segue into where it even started in terms of corporal punishment in the black community. Um, it's obviously, it was a, so all researchers essentially agree that there is no evidence of any sort of beating of children or any sort of form of ritual punishment in pre-colonial West African societies. Um, it's very it's very well established that children were held in a very high regard and it was thought that if you hit a child, you could very potentially scar them or damage them in a very deep and meaningful way. However, post the transatlantic slave, slave trade, you found that there were a significant number of black populations that were beating their kids. And I don't wanna say with good reason, but there needs to be constant started. And what researchers have found is that for a significant number of individuals that were brought over during the slave trade here in the Americas, um, approximately a quarter of them were children. This is important because now you see that these people are interacting with adults on a daily basis. And in order to essentially make them good enslaved individuals, you found that you had large, like large populations of white individuals beating them in order to make them good slaves. Um, and eventually that transferred to the parents. Um, what you often found was that individuals who were enslaved didn't want their children to be whipped by their masters or to be treated poorly um, or far worse by other white individuals. And so what they would often do themselves is do dole out that punishment in order to make their children more docile, more obedient, and to make them essentially good workers. For, yeah. I mean, for the, did I cover that well? 
Yeah, yeah, I think it does. I think it's just important to really highlight, too, the aspect of parents would whip their kids or punish their kids to prevent a worse punishment. Like, that was really something that when we were reading and researching for this, that really stuck out to me. I was like, dang, the idea that I'm going to physically harm you as someone I care about, someone who you've entrusted as, like, a caretaker of, like, I'm your caretaker, but I'm going to physically harm you to prevent you from a worse punishment. That's very psychologically an interesting phenomenon, I think. So do you, and this is like a bit of a spontaneous question, do you think that you can ever beat your child out of an act of love? Because that's going to be a reoccurring thing you see among parents. Yeah, I mean, I think, I think in the context of slavery and Jim Crow era, like I definitely understand how that process came to mind. But I, I don't think that in today's world, beating a child can ever be done out of love. Like, it, like I said, that, that's why it was such an interesting psychological way to process, um, like, white masters beating and enslaving you. It's like, okay, I don't want my kid to – because it's a natural parental instinct to want to protect your children, to want better for them. So it, it, it makes very a lot of sense to be like, okay – to prevent them from having it as bad as I do, let me, you know, beat them. But like, m- maybe I can pull my punch a little bit when I do it. And maybe I can, you know, pull back on the whip a little bit. And they don't have to hurt as badly as when the white man does it because he don't care about my kids. So it just makes it makes sense then. So it doesn't that, make sense now. It doesn't make sense now. That's that's crazy. That's that is what is it? That, <laughs> I'm, that I'm, I'm assuming you disagree. I mean, I'm, I'm not going to so much say I disagree because I do think there is less of a need to beat your kids in a modern context. However, I do think it can be done with a level of love, not love, but with an understanding that this is for um, this is for the this is for the better. Um, I was texting some of my friends yesterday, actually, and I was just kind of like doing a little bit of a like an individual poll. And I kind of just asked them, like, you know. Did any of you guys get beat growing up? Obviously, all of them said yes. However, there was a there was kind of a degree where some said less and others said every day of my life. Um, and then I followed up with another question, which was, do you resent your parents for it? And almost everybody universally agreed, like, no, I don't resent my parents for doing that. I actually understand. And I have some sort of appreciation for them trying to mold me into a better individual. So, I, again, I don't want to go with, I, I think you're right in the sense that you can say that it can't be done out of love. But I don't want to put so much of a negative, negative connotation around it because I think children can do have a capacity to understand it. Um, and that's something we're actually going to come back to again later. Yeah. I guess my next question would be then, so obviously slavery ended, thank God. <laughs> but why didn't parents <laughs> like stop beating their kids after slavery? Yeah, I mean, I think it's the learned behavior. You learn, you inherit the behavior of your oppressor, specifically the violence of your oppressor. And so you know, even though we endured the trauma of our own beatings during times of slavery and Jim Crow um, and emancipation, after centuries and centuries, like hundreds and hundreds of years of this happening, it's like a trait that has now been passed down into parenting styles, parenting beliefs. And um, as like, even though you said slavery has ended, I mean, we can talk about sports and football and has it really ended, quote unquote, later. But um in general, there's still the systems of slavery in place. And so black parents, black teachers, black 
authority figures in general still fear the idea of the white master that that's manifested in terms of cops, the criminal justice system, like in basically corporate white corporate America, these fears that are still in play of the old systems of slavery are what cause, I think the continuation of like violently beating your kids or not as violently beating your kids to correct behavior. (laughs) Okay. Okay. I see. So I, I guess this kind of leads us into what is like, what is, so you, you've kind of already hinted at your personal experience with this, but uh, you want to tell us a story with that, uh, that wooden spoon? <laughs> <laughs> um, as, be- as best I can, this was, I was pretty young the last time it happened. And I actually tried to ask my mom if she remembers uh, what it was that I did. And she could not, she doesn't even, she would not even uh, admit to beating me with the wooden spoon. But I was like, that was a pretty distinguishing moment in my life like I you know what somebody's hitting you with (laughs) yeah 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 like I I remember it pretty clearly specifically because I actually did like I make the joke but I actually did get a splinter in my butt and that was like crazy to me because I was like I was wearing pants or shorts or something to that degree and so the fact that it penetrated through the shorts you know because it was an old wooden spoon that was an old cooking you know black folks we cook with wooden spoons and so it wasn't like it was nice and had a glaze over it or something so just one of the little shards broke off and I was like ow it poked me in the butt like that hurt but as far as I can remember that was my last beating and it had something to do with mouthing off I think I've I've always (laughs) from the stories that my family has told about me I've always had a sharp tongue I've always been quick to state my my opinion my speak my mind and that has gotten me in trouble sometimes with authority figures and so I think that was the case with that beating but any beatings prior to that like I said it was mostly a belt and mostly probably related to me mouthing off I wasn't really physically a wild child so I wasn't going off like setting fire to trees in the woods or anything crazy like that like I was pretty much a mild child except when it came to my mouth you were very that's okay it's interesting but uh Caleb you uh you kind of hinted at lots more beatings than I experienced want to share those I I, I mean like I mean which ones like (laughs) (laughs) like I mean I don't I don't want to like my parents didn't beat me every day in my life obviously um but they didn't spare the rod. Mm, right. <laughs> so I, what was your most, like, I, memorable beating, you would say? Like, what was the one that kind of stood out to you as, like, this was a, a game changer for me? Game? Oh, gosh. I, that is, that's a tough question. Um, I'm going to opt for the one my mom gave me. So, to, so usually my mom did not beat me. She didn't beat any of us. Um, that was typically responsibly left to our mm. dad. Which that will be a question uh, but later. When she did, that will be a question later. But when she did do it, we were like, we knew we were in trouble. Um, so I used to have a very poor habit of like doing my homework and not turning in or just like not doing it at all. <laughs> um, <laughs> and so one Thursday night, like she, you know, she very clearly asked me, she was like, Caleb, did you do your spelling homework? And I was like, oh man, I forgot to do my spelling homework this week. And I was like, we didn't have any. <laughs> like I just, completely lied I don't know why or why I thought you know I was gonna get away with this but I just you know just like oh my teacher didn't give me any spelling homework it's all good she was like really Caleb you had no spelling homework at all this week and I was like yeah Mm. and obviously I got because I had spelling homework and you know 
she was annoyed with me not doing my homework. So she made me, so I had to actually leave the house. I had to leave the apartment. I had to walk the neighborhood and find my spelling words because I didn't have a copy of them. Mm. And mind you, this is late at night. It's cold. And like, I don't want to go outside, but she was like, she was like, no, go find your homework and don't come back until you have wow. it. Uh, she, she made me do the homework and then she beat me with a, it was a yardstick. Mm. Um, that's what she was using at that point. And that one, like, my mom beat me. It never really hurt a lot because she's just like a small woman and like, yeah. you know, she'd only swing fast. <laughs> but that one stood out to me because that was probably the first time I lied to my mom mm-hmm. and I felt really bad about it. Like, you know, like it was, I didn't want to do it again or I'm not going to say I didn't do it again, but I didn't want to get caught doing it again. Right. <laughs> mm. well, so, what, what was your first time experiencing any sort of corporal punishment? Was it also by your mother or was it by your, like, who who gave no. you that first, first good open? So the the first time I remember, I was pleased. Had to be like four, <laughs> three or four, something like that. And in those days, like everybody just got one when somebody did something because ah. we were all just doing the same thing. Um, we 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 and it was really crazy because my dad used to he used to play like mind games with us. Like he would like line us up outside the room and be like, "All right, who's going uh. first?" <laughs> so it's like, "Who's going first? Who's going first? And me being the oldest, I'd be like, "I got you guys. I'll take one for uh. the team." Um, but fortunately for me, like going first actually probably was the best thing to do, um, because by the time he got to the second or third guy, it was like, "All right, I'm really about to lay into uh. you." But I don't, even, I don't even know what we were doing. We probably didn't clean our room, or we probably said something inappropriate, or. Like, just doing wild stuff. Like, just little kid stuff. So, what was probably more, like, which was worse in your opinion? The whoopings you got from your mom or the whoopings you got from your dad? Definitely my dad. Always my dad. For sure my dad. Um, and it was, it was never, is because, like, I, I thought he might hurt me. Like, I mean, not thought he might hurt me. He did hurt me. And it hurt a lot. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> so did that um, affect how you felt about your father as a child? Like, I know you said you surveyed our friends and it didn't really affect, like, how they viewed their parents. But, like, in the moment, do you think it affected how you felt about your dad and your mom when they would give you beatings? Because, like, I know when my mom beat me, I was like, uh, you know, she's generally speaking, she's like this bubbly, sweet little lady. So when she's mad, I'm like, oh, my God, like, this is the worst thing in the world. Like, she hates me. Like, I'm gonna have to run away and live in Alaska because my mom hates me now. Live in Alaska? That's, that's well, I doubt as a kid um, I knew where Alaska even was. So it was more just like an exaggeration. But yeah, like, do you think it affected how you felt about your parents in the moment? I mean, also, I mean, obviously, I was like, angry with them. Like, why would you beat me? Like, you know, I'm your son. But I'll say this. It, I mean, it probably affected how I interacted with them on a daily. Um, I was probably more prone to just listening to my mom when she told me to do something the first time. Mm-hmm. Uh, my dad, it was probably, it was. I don't want to say it was like an air of fear, but I was very, we were very cautious about, about the types of things we did around him. Mm-hmm. Um, like, so, for, like, my dad, again, he usually did these types of things, but he also probably initiated it, right? So, like, my mom was probably a little more lenient with us in terms of what we could get away mm-hmm. with. With our dad, it was very, nah, bro, like, these are the rules, and you don't do these certain types of things. Um, I remember I was, we were at, like, an open house um, once, like, going back to school or whatever. I was in the third, or I was going to the third grade, and I saw my old teacher. Mm-hmm. And this is so funny. Like, this is something, like, we, we talk about to this day. 
um, she, she, you know, she walked up to me. She's like, hey, Caleb, how you doing? You've gotten so much taller. And she said, you look like you've gotten a lot older. And, you know, like, nine-year-old me is like, yeah, bro, you look like you've gotten older. Too. <laughs> and, you know, I said, <laughs> right, it's, it's funny, like, hearing it now. But when, she, when I said this to this woman, she looked at me like, how dare mm-hmm. you? Like, did you just call me yeah. old? She was very obviously furious on some level. And she looked to my dad. And my dad was like, oh, gosh. Like, like he grabbed me by the neck and he I thought he was gonna mm. kill me. Like I thought he was gonna like beat me in that hallway right then and there or take me to a bathroom and do it, you know, do it some other I mean fortunately like I didn't get beat that day. Uh however it just shows you like when I was around my dad, I was very cautious about those types of things, like making sure I was on my best behavior and I was like putting up a front that I was a good child. Not that I wasn't, but yeah. You get what I'm saying. We're definitely going to have to circle back to that example, though, because that goes into kind of why I don't why I don't see the real benefit of, of spanking your kids. Because say say you did get beat in that instance, would you have really understood why you were getting beat? Like, why that was the wrong thing to say? Because, you know, she said it to you, and you're thinking, oh, that's a compliment, right? Like, oh, I've gotten older. It's like a sign of I'm, I'm a big man now. But you said it to her, and suddenly it's wrong. You know, you thought it was a compliment. Oh. So, like, yeah, like, actually, we can get into it right now. Um, Like, I mean, like, if he would have, like, yeah, spanked me right then and there, there, I would have been very confused. However, there needs to be context around that story. So that particular teacher wasn't, like, overly fond of me when we first met, mm. Um, partially because I was so young walking through a classroom, and I, like, I came in at a, like, at a different time, and I missed a lot of school. So she had to do a lot in terms of making sure that I was, like, I was a good student. Like, the effort she had to put in to make sure I was with where other kids were was just tremendously more. So I don't want to say she resented me, but she knew there was more work teaching me than there was teaching other students. Mm. And so for me to say that to her came off as wildly disrespectful. And my dad, you know, my dad, obviously, you know, she, you know, they had, like, a, a little moment, I guess, where they synced up. It was like, you going to let this kid talk to me like this in my place of, you know, my place of business? Yeah. And... So, like, it was it was more of a respect thing, I think, right? Um, I don't think, like, it was just sort of, like, you need to have a certain type of tone and make sure you're not so – you think about what you say to your elders before you actually say it. But, yeah, like, if he would have beat me right then and there, I wouldn't have learned anything. I would have been like, why are you beating me now? Like, right. I complimented him. <laughs> <laughs> right, yeah. So, yeah. I mean, that kind of leads into that, the next kind of thought, which is how do you think – how important do you think – this these types of instances beating or otherwise were on your personal development because like you said you weren't like a bad child but you definitely definitely had far more beatings than I right we can say Um, that comfortably and yeah I would say generally speaking we end up at the same spot like you know we both did pretty well and we're both not terrible people so like how do you think that affected your personal development um I don't like I was I'll say this I was very undisciplined for a very long time like I just didn't follow rules because I thought I was too smart for them. Mm. Um, and so with that being said, I'll, if I if my parents didn't punish me in certain ways, particularly with a belt or with a spoon or whatever, I would have found my way to either talk out of it or like just not do it altogether. Find some ways to justify not doing it. Mm. So I will say that a form of physical punishment was important to me because it very much shaped my reality around if I do X, Y, or Z behaviors, very bad things are going to happen to me. And I think that's, uh, I was just talking to my mom about this last night. That was, that's always kind of the fear in their back of their mind. Mm. They never want to send me somewhere and then something, like I would say something per se, because I was prone to saying things that 
were not appropriate in front of adults. And I would say something and I would get a punishment that was far too steep or something tragic would just simply happen. Right. Um, so like, yeah, that was, I think it was important. Those meetings were important in terms of making sure that I, that I was always on my best behavior, particularly in a classroom or around other adults that may not know me or know how I operate. Yeah. But I guess the and, key question would have to be though, like, would you have still gotten to this place without getting beat? Because, like, you know, like I, mean, I said, we ended up at the same point. So, obviously, there's some kind of difference in whether or not, like, I question the effectiveness. If two completely different individuals, one gets beaten far more than the other, but we still end up fairly, like, we're okay. We're good people. Like, I mean, and I'll say this, right? There are a lot of there are a lot of ways to get to a singular destination, right? There, I mean, I can I can drive to your house a new a number of different ways. Some may take longer, some may not. So, um, I and and I think you're probably gonna get into more later. Like children are just different individuals. Um, even though I got beat a lot, my sister did not. Or let me not say my sister did not. But as we got older, she received significantly fewer beats. Mm-hmm. Um, so it was because that's just not that's just not how she learned things. Um, or maybe that might that might be that's actually probably going to be a, some sort of difference we draw between genders later. But Possibly. the bottom line is children children learn in different ways, and there are a lot of different ways to get to where we are now. I can't say for sure that I'd be the same person that I'd even end up at this particular point if I wasn't. Right. Um, I, yeah, I would have been a drastically different person, but I do think my parents would have found some way to make sure I was moderately successful. So you think that basically for you corporal punishment that was the determining factor to help you learn those lessons of like how to behave in the classroom how to hold your tongue in certain cases like that oh, it wouldn't have made that sure. connection like, without it oh for sure like i mean and you know me angelique you know i say wild things on occasion <laughs> yeah that's a bit of an understatement but yes on occasion i you know i have a tendency to just say things that may come off as rude or abrasive um, disrespectful that, yeah okay you know <laughs> however I know that like if I were not beaten those things would be they would be worse and I would have said a lot worse things for a lot more people along the way of getting here mm. so I and I guess my question for you is if you and obviously you've had significantly less experience with this but if your parents hadn't beat you at all mm-hmm. would that have made a difference in your upbringing well, you know, that question is interesting because you say parents. Like, I was raised in a single-parent household up until probably the age that most – I mean, what? Oh, no, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. I thought you said something. But, um, but yeah, up until the age of, like, where most kids kind of start lessening in terms of the number of beatings that they would get, I was in a single-parent household. So since my mom was the primary, like, disciplinarian and caregiver – I think she just chose her battles a lot more, and that's why I had so, like, so many less beatings. Because, like I said, my brother got beat a lot more, a lot more than me. But I think for me, she was like, you know, I don't have the energy, I don't have the time, and so I just learned to behave myself accordingly because I was like, I don't want to be an extra thing that she has to deal with. And so if I hadn't gotten beaten at all, I probably would have ended up just about the same as, as where I am now, because quite like, that's how I learned my lesson. After that last beating, I was like, I 
am not the kind of person that responds well to violence. I'm a staunch opposer to any violent act towards another human being. And so I just think that no beatings would have made, I would have been probably even more so like the way that I am, but it would have, I didn't get so many that it negatively impacted me. Would that have been different though? Had I had a father figure during those early years? Can't say. My mom said I was a daddy's girl, so I doubt I would have gotten beaten by him either. I was going to say it would happen, I assure you. <laughs> you know, it, it, it's, it's a question that I don't have a good answer to, but um, yeah, I, I think that's yeah. definitely, and we can talk more about, you know, I th- we've talked about it a bit between which parent does the spankings, but um, something that we have also touched on in terms of our parents makes me think of Will you, as a parent, if you decide to have kids, discipline your kids with beatings? Are, are you asking? You're asking. Yeah, you're asking. Um, yeah, I'm so, asking you. Uh, like, and this is this is actually something I put a lot of thought into. I, I I try to think about like what was I feeling, what was I like when I was <clears throat> when I was growing up, and my immediate response is I've always thought that I would, at the very least, try to beat my kids less. Um, I think that's just something I, I feel like should have been done. Because I mean, I, I'll never say my parents abused me, but I do feel very deeply that you know, one or two less beatings wouldn't have made you know that would like it wasn't, it wasn't significant enough in my development. I do think my parents mm. would have spared the rod a little more. Um, mm. How so? I I try to like keep that in mind. But with that being said, I so I recently had an experience with spanking a child. <laughs> <laughs> you spanked a child? Okay, yes, I spanked a child, but it wasn't like like wow. that. Like so mm. so as you know, um so I'm currently 21. I'll be 22 in like a month. Um Woo-woo. however, my mom recently had another baby. Uh his name is Mike. Right. Micah. He's, small. he's we actually our birthday is like a day apart. Um so right the now cutie pie. Okay, whatever. You, you don't need all that. <laughs> um what is he now? He's like he's about to turn 3 or he's about to turn 2, something like that. Um uh-huh. He is getting in, he has had a bit of a tantrum phase. Like, yeah, like terrible so I, twos. Yes. I was recently home, and when I tell you this man would just fall out and he would have a tantrum at the side of anything, like, this is what he would do. Like, I, 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 like, I was walking to the kitchen once. I was like, Micah, do you want some juice? And he was like, no. And he just fell on the floor and cried. I was like, I was like, bro, I'm trying to make sure you stay hydrated. Like, what's going on? Here? <laughs> and, you know, one day I just got to a point where I was like, this is too much. And I grabbed a wooden spoon and I, I tapped him like six or seven times and you know that was it like you know I, I didn't want to like I wasn't looking to be excessive I wasn't looking to like be angry or you know hateful about this and I definitely like my mom she told me to do it right because she doesn't spank him that often and she hadn't done it before but she very obviously saw that he needs a little more disciplining in his life so I spanked him and immediately afterwards I noticed a very very there was a stark change in his behavior like whenever he saw me or he was misbehaving he would stop like those tantrums mm-hmm were dramatically less but i'll also say this like whenever i tried to play with him he just he wasn't messing with me like, yeah <laughs> like you can um like i was sitting like him and joshua were playing with like his trucks once and then you know they were rolling around on the floor doing whatever kids do and i was like micah can i play with you too and he was like um no but he just mm. went outside to me and he turned his back so i i'm very cognizant of how that can make children feel about you in terms of when you use that type of discipline so yeah. will i be kids probably but i'll probably do it very very sparingly or i'll try to at the very best yeah i think it's important like 
that 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 story just reminds me of like how I used to feel about corporal punishment. Like it has to be used in a way where kids are understanding why you're even being violent towards them. Otherwise, it, you're just being. I think that to me in the past was the distinguishing marker of abuse because it's like if you're just beating me and I don't know why you're beating me, this is harmful to me. But if you know, if you spank me twice and be like, why did you get that spanking? And we sit down and we have a talk about it and we have a discussion about it. Oh, now I understand what I did was wrong. And because I don't want that beating, I won't do it again. I've since moved away from even needing that step of like spanking, because to me, you can just have that conversation with the child and the result would be the same. Talk it out. So yeah, like talk it out. There's also, there's a whole bunch of strategies that we can get into later with the research, but there's just so many other ways that you can go about getting the message through to the child that doesn't have to be so attached to physical harm. So would you, so if you, so your, if your spouse one day says, I want to beat our kid, would you opt for that? Or are you like, are you dead set on not doing it? Like, or is it a, I'm, 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 I'm dead set on a no. And it's interesting because my current partner who I haven't gotten his approval to say this, so I'll, I'll leave him anonymous. Um, but (laughs) (laughs) he was raised so that his his mom told him he said that her statement to him was something along the lines of you can either be the kind of child that responds to talking responds to yelling or responds to beating i'll let you choose who you want to be and he said he learned very quickly he responds better to talking so he didn't want nobody to put their hands on him and he does not like when someone raises their voice at him he doesn't respond well to that either so calm discussions are how he wanted to be raised and so I think that I will for for whoever I end up with um when I have kids I think I'll kind of implement that with with my my spouse like hey you might be for it you might be against it but here's how we're going to raise our children and it's going to be let them choose the kind of people they want to be and respond accordingly to that and I will just never put my hands on them that is so interesting. That is, wow, that's a, it's crazy. He was one of the people I texted yesterday, actually. Like, you know, I got like an abbreviated version of that. But yeah, like, that's uh, so interesting to me. Wow. Yeah, yeah. So with that being said, I think we should move into our first uh, research piece. Um, so you yeah. hinted at this earlier, or not hinted at, you just blatantly said that you were raised um, primarily in a single parent household. So the first study we actually looked at was done by Katherine A. Taylor, uh, who is a professor at Chinle University School of Public Health. Um, and this was done with a few other professors, but she was the leading individual on this. Mm-hmm. And she did a she did several focus groups on single black mothers or single black caretakers and their ideas around punishment. <clears throat> and essentially, these individuals were um, they were approached, I believe, at a can yeah at some sort of kindergarten institution or somewhere where you keep young kids, and they were asked if they wanted to take part in the study. And right. what essentially did is they had these groups of women. Um, get together and just talk about what it meant to beat children essentially and what were their feelings on it and obviously the conversations were recorded and there were some very interesting themes that emerged uh would you like to go through some of them yourself or? um yeah you can we can start off and i'll follow in with uh when i get there okay cool so there were uh essentially what was it i think it was like Four, yes, there were four. There were four themes that emerged from this conversation um, in terms of why these mothers or these caretakers were beating their kids. Um, oh, and if you, 
<laughs> it should be noted that there was a this this group was taken across a multitude of ages. Um, I think some were as young as eighteen and nineteen, and some were actually the grandparents of these individuals. And I think there was one aunt that was also included within the study. Um, but through the conversations, they came. There were four essential themes, and one was that beating your kids was a it was an expression of love, not harm. Um, two, that it was work. It was used essentially to promote child safety and to promote respect in the household. Um, it was only used when nothing else worked. And lastly, it was essential for teaching long-term lessons relevant to being out in the world. And I think these, these four categories are really important because one, not only is it something that I think I would probably come across in my own mind, but this is something I've heard from my own mother. Um, yeah. Like, I, so I was literally just talking to her about this, like last night, trying to get geared up for this conversation. And I literally heard her use this phrase. She would say, I beat you because I loved you, right? Or I was trying to teach you safety, or I was trying to um, you know, I was trying to teach you respect and I was trying to make sure when you went into the world, you were safe. And she essentially confirmed all of these things in terms of why Black parents, particularly single Black mothers, beat their kids. Do you think that these are legitimate reasons? Yeah, I mean, legitimate. <laughs> I think, yes, in the context that we're speaking, they're legitimate. And like you said, with your mother, I think that a save the first uh, reason for using it as an expression of love and not harm. I don't know if my mom would ever say she beat me because she loved me or even my brother. I don't think that would have ever come out of her mouth, but definitely it was two, three, and four, like safety and respect. Like for me, it was very much a respect thing. My mouth needed to be checked for both me and my brother. It was definitely a method of use only when nothing else works. She would take away toys she would do all sorts of other punishments and it was just like when she was fed up that would be when we got spanked um and it was it was for like lessons like like I said I don't remember the specific instance but I do remember that I started learning how to you know be more cautious with what I was saying to people when I was saying it and that was a lifelong journey for me I I can't even say I fully completed that lesson but it is a long-term lesson for interacting with people in the world so those last two three and four I think those are definitely legitimate reasons that she would have used. She would have said that she used them for. Um, And I don't know. I would have to probably go back and ask her one day if she would have called that love. I don't know. She was just a very affectionate person. So I think she would have defined love with what she did outside of the context of the beating. Hmm. Yeah. Interesting. Interesting. I think about, and when you, when you say like as a form of love, I think about, um, I think about my dad. I, I recently asked him about this type of stuff too. And like he, <laughs> I, asked, I, I asked my grandma about this sometimes, and she she used to say she was like, "I beat him and his brother like every morning just to make sure, and once again in the evening for whatever they did during the day." Like, getting a weapon was very, <laughs> was a very. I'm so sad. It was no, it's hilarious. They were bad. They were they were bad. <laughs> um, but I just like I think about some of the stories my dad tells me about his childhood and things that he would just run around and do, and I'm like. He was doing some dangerous things. Um, oh, okay. So one story, uh, he just told me this last week. He was on, so he used to like play around with like electricity and stuff. This is, I guess, what Country Boy did back in the day. And, um, you know, he was hoping his dad fix something around the house. And essentially, he, he messed with a breaker that he wasn't supposed to mess with. And the, the power in the entire house like went out. 
and you know, he tried to tell his dad, like, oh, I don't know what happened, or you know, like I didn't do this, that, and the third. And obviously, his dad knew what happened because he's an electrician. So he was like, you know, why are you lying to me? Why are you telling me you didn't, you know, bust the electricity in my house when I know you did it? And he beat him for that. I'm mean, partially because he lied, but also because what he did was extremely dangerous. Like so when when parents tell me they beat their kids in order to keep them safe, I have a very that that point resonates with me very well because kids do things they don't they, they don't know are dangerous and to be able yeah. to comprehend the things they're doing you need some type of harm to their body that isn't going to be permanent or potentially fatal yeah i mean and that's that goes right along with with the study in that same study because it said that most participants believe that it was an expected form of discipline so not even just internally it, it kind of speaks to like how um, black families are raised communally and so how in the community it's just like expected of us that some form of spanking you know switch like that's why we all have these like similar like oh I got you know a belt I got a switch I got a yardstick whatever the form might have been different but it, like or like the tool might have been different but all of it was a form of discipline that was recognized in the black community as acceptable whereas you know I went to school with mainly white kids and I promise you, I think maybe I heard of one instance outside of another black kid where they got actually physically beat. Hmm. That's interesting. And on that on that note of community, there. So in in that same um, in that same research article, we found that there was a bit of a dissenting opinion among um, what they noticed between older groups and young groups. And what they found is that some older groups said, particularly about younger mothers, is that they don't know what it. They don't know what they're doing. And they are simply abusing the child and not doing it right. Do right. you think that there is some sort of like generational divide or some sort of age difference in terms of how beating is taking place nowadays? Because a lot of anybody over 40 or 45 will tell you that young mothers or young fathers are not beating their kids right. Do you think that's true? Yeah, I think there's definitely a, a, a generational difference. I and mean, I think it goes back to kind of what I said earlier with like having the child understand why it is you're getting that beating. I think for a lot of younger kids, like a younger parents, at least, we didn't know why we were getting beat. And so we didn't learn to know, to tell like our kids or, you know, those young adults didn't learn to tell their kids why they were giving them the spanking. And I think that could be like a potential cause for that dissension, because if you don't learn why you're supposed to, why you're giving these beatings, then how are you supposed to be able to tell your kids why they're getting those beatings? Mm, I feel that. So up until this point, we've only talked about uh, essentially beatings by parents or by these individual role models that are very close in our lives. However, we haven't talked about it, for one, the use by state officials or by people that aren't related to us. Um, so, like, what, so I guess, first off, what is your what is your general what is your general vibe on that, or what is your feeling on on, on like people who aren't your parents? Beating? I think it has absolutely no place. Keep your hands off my kids. <laughs> but um, that's my language. That's, <laughs> um, that's just like in a joking sense. But in all seriousness, um, I mean, I guess this kind of I figured we would tie into this um, when we talk about like specifically about beatings in school, because that's where I think corporal punishment exists the most in today's world. Because like you said, there's generally a move away from beating your kids. Um, but something that I noticed as interesting, like we also haven't talked a lot about the fact that that shift away has a lot to do with the research um, that's come out 
continuously that's like a growing body of literature that says that health experts say that corporal punishment is bad and yet it's still used in schools and specifically it's used for black kids in schools mm. um but so yeah what right. fun fact actually so i and we're about to we're, we're about to get more so into this dissenting opinion about why corporal punishment shouldn't be used um, but so Harrison Sites and Analytics, uh, which is essentially a research group that studies these various types of phenomena, have found and they pulled um, various parents across um, multiple racial um, makeups and age groups. And what they found was that specifically American parents, 81% of them actually privately support spanking children, um, like, which is really interesting to me. Like they, they actually took a very broad group of individuals and found that a lot of people agree with it. However, we're also seeing this very strong pushback from individuals like Stacey Patton, who is kind of like our highlight, I guess, scholar for the day. Mm-hmm. Can we call her? Sure, Stacey yeah. <laughs> so Shout out Stacey. Stacey. For real. She's, um, so she's an American journalist, writer, author, speaker, this, that, and the third, and college professor. And she, um, most of her research and her literature is actually based in not beating black kids or saying, you know, why they, why you shouldn't. She's got several books on this. Um, she actually does a lot of work between Morgan State and Howard University. Shout out our HBCUs. Um, and she's been a very resounding voice on this matter for a number of years. Uh, we went through a lot of her articles, um, <clears throat> but each one carries the same theme. And that is that beating black children is something that is very, very bad and can be demeaning to their health. And Angelique, I guess my, my question to you is, why, why do you think there has been this sudden move to suddenly stop corporal punishment or particularly speak out against corporal punishment against Black children? I think it comes with, like, the acknowledgement of where historically it ties to. So when we talked about its historical development, recognizing that that is also a form that uh, or a form of, like, manifestation of old slave systems. Like, we as a society are shifting more and more towards combating that, dismantling that, starting anew. And so what that means, like, we've got to shift away from this violent mindset that has been passed down to us. And I think that's, like, the big the big call to action that she has. It's like, hey, these are beating your kids. I know it's, like, a thing in our community now because, you know, in a way it seems like it's Black parents think, beat your kids white parents think no give them a time out and that's considered like weak or or you know not effective parenting but the reality is is white parents didn't have to beat their kids because their kids don't have to worry about the society around them if we want to teach our kids that they are equal we can't then say oh but I'm going to beat you so that when you're around the white man you behave yourself like those two (laughs) ideals don't coexist and I think that's where that comes from and so and we're going to move moving into, I guess, my next question. Um, and this highlights specifically. Uh, so it was an article she wrote for the Times back in April. Yeah, April of this year. Um, the title is, In Warning Against Spanking, Some Pediatricians See an Attack on Black Families. And so it is uh-huh. a well-known fact that when you take your children to the doctor, if the doctor sees any particularly odd marks or, like, things that may be signs of abuse, they have to immediately report those things to the state. Um, not only right. for an ethical reasons, but just to make sure, again, children are kept safe. However, right. some Black doctors, in seeing essentially marks from what they know to be perfectly reasonable whoopings or beating from parents, see an attack on Black families and Black culture. What is your, what is, what is your opinion on this? Since we already know that Black children are taking a disproportionate rate and a lot of our behavior is already humanized, do you think this is a legitimate stance in terms of saying that, no, it's okay if these Black parents are doing these things? 
I, I think it goes back to what I just said. So, so to answer in short, no, I don't see it as legitimate. I think it's important that it happens because I think black doctors are extremely important in terms of understanding things. But I think that in doing that, they also risk the instances where that could genuinely be abuse. Because there's also, just like how the disproportionate rate, there's also like a high level of cases where people aren't removed from the home in dangerous situations because of various reasons, right? And so I think Black doctors don't get to play law. Like, your job is to be a doctor to diagnose what you see. And it's important to understand cultural aspects of certain things. Like, that's, you know, we'll get into Black maternal health at a later podcast, but there's definitely cause and cases where that's necessary but in the case of physical harm to a child that's a dangerous game to play as a doctor because you don't know what's happening behind those closed doors you don't know what's happening once they leave your office right and I, this is where, i think this is where we're getting into like our actually our very strongly differing opinions and i i think that's wrong like i, I think that's wildly wrong and obviously like as a doctor if you have even the inkling or suspicion that something is something wrong is happening in the home you should report it and you should in no way like hesitate or sit on that however these doctors this group of these group of doctors that stacy Patton has introduced their voice in this article give a very clear give a very clear um thing that we're going to explore a little a little more and that is that these things aren't being put into context um as i've already previously stated we already know that black children are taken out of homes and placed in the foster care system um at disproportionate rates and much more rapidly, especially for things such as. However, a lot of these doctors are also, in this article, attributed their success to their parents being strict disciplinarians. Um, them saying that I got a whooping and this model and changed my behavior in such a drastic way that it was a good thing. So, and and this and I guess. But I guess okay, I want to jump I, in there and ask you a question though, um, if I can, because. I think that's that's exactly what my point was and what I said before. That's introducing personal bias, which is dangerous uh. as a doctor because doctors like to play God. Like, broadly speaking, not just black doctors, not just white doctors. When you have that power over someone's life, that's a dangerous game to play. So just And, and I think that goes back to what we were talking about earlier, too, when just because for you, beatings were the determining factor in correcting your behavior, and it similarly might have been for those doctors. Those doctors don't know that child as an individual and whether that's, you know, because what if a child like me walked in, had those welts, and the doctor was like, oh, that helped me, you know, in my character development. I would want a doctor to intervene because I'm like, I don't like this. This is abusive in my head, you know? So I think that's playing that eye game and, and attributing it to somebody else is very, very harmful as a doctor because you can have unintended consequences. All right, so let's go ahead and close out this episode and we're gonna, we're gonna go over this last piece. Um, so this study was headed up by a lady named Jennifer E. Lansford, who's essentially, I wanna say an authority on the matter. She has a lot of research done on child aggression, um, certain types of families and corporal punishment essentially being used in the home. And the study we're going to be looking at that was headed up by her is called Ethnic Differences in the Link Between Physical Discipline and Later Adolescent Externalizing Behavior. And the crux of the argument, I think, in this research goes to show that there are different ramifications for spanking Black children versus spanking white children. Um, before we really, like, dive into this, Angelique, what do you, do you think there is 
a difference between using corporal punishment for black children versus white children? Um, well, I, I think the difference comes with like the historical background that we talked about before, right? Like it's much more of a, 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 a link for correcting behavior in a seemingly more positive way for black kids than white kids. Like it's considered more abusive for white kids. And I think that's where it's important. This article mentions the fact that there's like a distinction between discipline and physical abuse. And I think that line is, is separated between black kids and white kids. Okay. I see. And what I think is like particularly interesting about this, this, um, this paper is that it, it, it directly calls out a study that other people have cited that we've talked about actually. And that was a study done by the American Academy of Pediatrics, which essentially condoned spanking and said that this is deleterious for your children and it shouldn't be done under any circumstances. However, and this is a direct quote. Um, let me see, where is it at? Yes, and this is a direct quote from the paper. However, recent debate in the literature about the role of physical discipline in different cultural contexts and its effects on children's development raises the question of whether these conclusions are appropriate for populations other than white middle Americans. Um, and just to give that back in layman terms a little more, are the conclusions about spanking children only good for white middle, middle class children? Does it have a different type of effect on black children, particularly those from other income brackets? And the results are kind of not shocking, but I think something we can, something that we can all agree to. Uh, just to just to give a little background on the study, this was done over the span of I think 10, 10 or eleven years. Uh, it was a it was a large group of children that were selected at at the age of kindergarten or right before kindergarten, and they were followed all the way up into they were in grade eleven. Um, their parents essentially recorded when they spanked them, how they spanked them, this, that, and the third over these number of years, and gave in gave in frequent recordings back to the researchers. This was done across three different campuses or three different areas. Um, all throughout the Midwest. And what was found was shocking, not shocking. Like, Angelique, what do you think was found? Let's just, let's, let me see what you guess at. Um, what do I guess is like, shocking about it? Not shocking. Like, do you, do you think, do you think they're onto something with this? Like, is spanking black children different for spanking white children? No, I mean, I, I think, I think corporal punishment is bad regardless of the race right and so I think spankings depending on like the severity of the spanking it's going to lean more towards like corporal punishment than not and I just think that I think especially for black kids that we're just there's like an assumption that we're just used to it right like so it's like it's not that bad because we did it our parents did it to us their parents did it to them but like it's going to be severe regardless of the child Okay. Okay. And so let's, I guess we'll move to the discussion of paper. And this is another quote. And the results support the conclusion that the experience of physical discipline in the first five years of life during early adolescence is associated with higher levels of externalizing behavior problems in grade 11 for European American descendants, but with lower levels of behavior problems for African American adolescents. So essentially what they found was that when you spank white children, you get the results that a lot of people have been talking about. Children externalizing, um, having, having behavior that results in a lot of aggression, trying to solve things through violence. However, when it was, when the results were looked at for African-American children, and it should be stated that most 
all factors were essentially isolated for. So they isolated for marital status, socioeconomic status, um, child temperament, a bunch of other various things. What they found was that this resulted in lower levels of behavioral problems for African-American children. Like, so I guess you could say, like, I don't want to say the spankings worked, but this wasn't producing these essentially violent children or children who were using aggression as a tool um, in their daily lives. What do you say to that, I guess? Yeah, I mean, so the problem I have is, like, it's it's a large generalization and a centralization of Black children and their behavior because, and I, I mean, we talked about mm-hmm. this earlier with the differences of our upbringing where you felt like it was it was good for you and I felt like I didn't need a spanking to learn, like, correct my behavior. And so I just think that, like, right. to say that it's a, an effective form of discipline for Black children, broadly speaking, is to then generalize this and be like, oh, all Black children can be even with those isolating factors, I think it's just like all black children can be disciplined correctly as long as, you know, they got the whip or the belt or the whatever that you get used, right? Mm-hmm. And I, I just don't, I don't think that that's true for people in general. I don't think that's true for black people specifically. And even with the fact that, like, I know the article said most of the black mothers who participated said that, like, they believed it was a necessary an expected form of discipline. I don't think that that means that it's true that it's effective for all children or even most children, I would argue. I think that it is because it is expected and because it's been normalized, there is a strong association with that, with corporal punishment or spankings being the a good form of discipline. I like those comments. I, li- I like that a lot. And I I think you said something very important, right, in terms of generalizations. I think um, I think very often we kind of look at different types of evidence or different conclusions for different cultural backgrounds, and we just make these broad sweeping stakes. Um, and the bottom line is every child is different. However, I think this also speaks to a larger point in that what we've seen is that a lot of Black, a, bl- a lot of black parents have had their parenting styles essentially demonized without any sort of legitimate basis. And I think this kind of leads credence to the fact that Black children or Black parents don't just beat their kids writ large because they're abusive monsters, because there's like, you know, they think there's something wrong with their children, but because there is a large, there's a different social context that Black children have to grow up in, right? That the world is simply different. And so because it is so different for them, they require a different style of parenting. Um, and of course, right, you should, you have to know your children, right? right? You, if you know your child doesn't respond well to these different types right. of things, it's probably best for you to look to other parenting styles. However, parents that do rely on this, I don't think they should be for, they shouldn't be, they shouldn't, they shouldn't be looked down upon. And they certainly shouldn't be looked at as if they're crazy for thinking this is effective for leading to, you know, more well-mannered children. Right. But I just, I do want to say to that, though, no parenting mm-hmm. style that is truly meant for the betterment and is for the betterment of the child should be looked down upon. But I think it's important for the parents to ask themselves, am I doing this because this is what is actually good for my, my child? Or am I doing this because I have internalized violence in a way that I think that this is what's good for my child? Because just, you know, like say for example, you have a daughter and that daughter does not respond well to spankings, then you have a case where, mm-hmm. you know, it was good for you. So you may think in your mind, this is good for my child. 
and it not actually be the case. So I think it's very important that when people are making those judgments, it, 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 it is, it's coming from a pace, place of outside looking in. That child looks like they're not responding well to that kind of behavior. So it's really, it's important, it's crucial, it's necessary for parents to make sure that they're doing any sort of parenting style, especially one that is so closely tied with violence, both now and historically, that they're making sure that that's actually an effective means to, to discipline their child. I'm of the opinion that it never is, but, you know, to each his own. I think you said something interesting, right? Like, we have to be careful that we're not reciprocating like externalized or we're not reciprocating violence that we've all internalized throughout the number of years um and i i I think that's i think that's really interesting because it begs the question of why have african americans writ large internalized this level of violence right why did why do they think it is okay per se on your side to hit their children for any type of reason because again there is a there's a there's a body of people out there who shouldn't like hit your children for any reason, like there's never, there's never a reason for that. However, like again, context matters, right? I think, I, I I think of I think of how like sometimes my mother worries about me going certain places, or especially when I was younger, like she would always ask us like when we came back from either being with someone that wasn't related to us or just being out and about, like are you okay? You know, did, you know, did anyone harm you? This, that, and the third, because black parents have a reasonable fear that the world may harm their children in a way that's not suitable and so and again it goes back to that lot that logic like do you hurt them in the home before you like send them out like is that a good thing i'm not sure but i think again it just leans it leans more credence to why black parents do the things they do and make the tough decisions that they have to yeah and i think that that's talked about in the article as well like legitimate reasons for or are these legitimate reasons for the use of corporal punishment um, because in, in the article, it lists reasons like it's an expression of love, not harm. It's to promote the safety and respect of the child. So like you were talking about with your mom, um, it's it's like something done when nothing else has worked. So like they've tried other things and that's like their last resort. Or it's important for like how you were saying those long-term life lessons. But whether or not those are the reasons doesn't necessarily mean they're legitimate. It doesn't necessarily mean that they're the most effective um especially when like even if it's a last resort i i have rarely heard of an instance where a parent has actually tried correctly actually tried all other alternatives to corporal punishment i mean that's like the whole premise of that show super nanny right like these parents come in and they say that oh they're putting them in a timeout chair and it's not working wow but then she comes in and she's like no this is how you do it and suddenly it's like oh i don't have to like spank my kid or drag them through the store because here's how to correctly do this other type of style you know hmm. I see what you're saying I I just want to say that you just like opened up a whole bank of memories I forgot I had like Super <laughs> Nanny was one of those yeah, shows no. <laughs> and I just I, I completely forgot about that show. show but I guess you're right so it was a show so I guess we can we can kind of wrap this up Angelique what are your what is your final black thought of the day so I think to wrap it up, I want to say that uh, though the general trend seems to be like shifting away from using corporal punishment, I think we still have those that, that collective that thinks that, you know, it's an active part of especially Black children's experience and needs to be uh, done. So I would say my last block is 
black thought is let's be better than society like discipline your children on an individual level treat them as a human and then you know see what happens Caleb what is your last black thought of the day my last black thought of the day is um here I'll say this right I'm not a parent I've never raised children and I you know certainly don't look to embark on that journey anytime soon (laughs) however to any black parents out there who are listening to this or any black children I guess hopefully black children are listening to this don't don't be afraid don't be afraid to use the belt right I think very often we probably do use it a little too much and we could probably look to other parenting techniques however these have been being done for a very long time with very good reason don't cave into outside pressure that you are abusing your children when in actuality there is a there are legitimate stakes illegitimate for your children because they grow up in a very different world than other look to other parenting methods of course be be open to the idea that your child may not be receptive to this However, do not doubt your parenting, especially when you know you are a good parent and you know that the things you are doing for your children are for the are for the best and done with love. Here, here. Well. With that being said, um, we hope you all have a nice day and don't beat your kids too much, I guess. Or at all. <laughs> Just not at all. <laughs>